In this bulletin, Anthony Albanese says he'll push the case for China to lift trade sanctions imposed on Australia. The Medibank hackers identified by authorities. And in football, a strong sense of anticipation as the Matildas take on Sweden in Melbourne. With the latest SBS News, I'm Biwa Kwan. Prime Minister Anthony Albanese says he would use a one-on-one meeting with Chinese President Xi Jinping to press Australia's case to have China lift trade sanctions that have been in place for more than two years. The trade barriers affect $20 billion worth of Australian exports, including wine, coal, beef, seafood and barley. A potential meeting between the two leaders is being sought for the sidelines of the G20 summit. There's been no formal bilateral meeting between an Australian Prime Minister and Chinese President since 2016. Mr Albanese says he would welcome talks with China, but would use them to try and have the sanctions removed. Australia has world-class products in seafood, in meat, in wine. It is in China's interest to receive those products. It's in Australia's interest to export them. So I'm very hopeful we'll continue to put our case uh, that these sanctions are not justified, uh, that they need to be removed. Uh, But uh, we will enter any uh, discussions that take place uh, without any preconditions. Uh, Dialogue is a good thing. As well as the G20 summit in Bali, the Prime Minister is attending two ASEAN-related meetings in Cambodia and the APEC summit in Thailand. The Australian Federal Police says its criminal investigation has confirmed those behind the Medicare data breach are cybercriminals in Russia. AFP Commissioner Rhys Kershaw says the individuals are likely responsible for previous data breaches around the world. He says investigators are working with overseas agencies, including Interpol, to find the criminals. These cyber criminals are operating like a business with affiliates and associates who are supporting the business. We also believe some affiliates may be in other countries. We believe we know which individuals are responsible, but I will not be naming them. What I will say is that we'll be holding talks with Russian law enforcement about these individuals. The remains of three Australian soldiers have been formally identified more than 100 years after they were killed in World War I. The formal identification is the result of painstaking historical, archaeological and DNA analysis by the Australian Army. Veteran Affairs Minister Matt Keogh says it's appropriate that the three individuals are being named on Remembrance Day, since their loved ones never knew their fate after they died. The three soldiers are Private Walter Alan Grace, Private Edwin Charles Gray and Private Thomas Gibbons. The first two privates were killed near the village of Fromel in northern France in 1916, while the third was killed in action in Belgium. Meanwhile, Remembrance Day services have been held around the country. At the Sydney event, 97-year-old Ken Frank, who served during World War II, says today is about remembering the contribution made by so many. Many of my ex-servicemen, and uh, I've kept in touch with a few close ones, but lo and behold, they all seem to have passed on. And in one thing in particular that I would like children to know is the wonderful work that the uh, Coast Watchers did. 
they're all volunteers. And to sport in football, the coach of the Sweden women's national football team says the side will not make the mistake of underestimating the Matildas when the sides face off on Saturday. The teams are playing in Melbourne, marking the first visit by the Swedish team to Australia since 2008. The sides competed against each other three times in 2021. There was a nil-all result in the pre-Olympics friendly, followed by two Swedish victories. Coach Peter Johansson says there's a strong sense of anticipation to see how the two sides will engage this time round. Tactically, it's interesting because exactly as I said, they changed some formation uh, in the games, before a game, after. So we, we also changed formation and we like to meet teams who, who play that way. So the speed, the transitions in both ways is very important. Tomorrow it's going to be like that. It's going to be much transitions. And that's also why I like to, to, to meet Australia. And that's the latest from the SBS Newsroom.